Hello and welcome to the Hindustani Techie podcast. How is everyone doing? How's the josh? Thanks to all the techies for subscribing my podcast and YouTube channel. In the last episode, we discussed the tips to evolve your software engineering career in the first 0 to 2 years. If you haven't heard it yet, then please hear it first because this episode builds on top of the previous one also at any point in your tech career if you feel disheartened about not taking the best steps to evolve your career do not worry because you can get back on track anytime all you need to do is consistently take the right actions as per the evolution steps mentioned in this series so let's get started for the techies with 2 to 4 years of experience here are some quick pointers point number 1 experiment with tangential technologies this builds on the assumption that in your 0 to 2 years of career you have gone deep in one technology and become an expert of it and now from 2 to 4 years you are exploring and experimenting with other technologies for example if you are a mobile developer it's time to explore some web development and vice versa why is this important this is important because when you experiment with different technological stacks you understand how different approaches have been taken to build those stacks and then your mind starts observing the patterns during understanding those approaches this evolves you as a problem solver because all the patterns that you observe you are going to build on top of those patterns and you are going to solutionize thinking about all the edge cases that these patterns are solving point number 2 study architecture design it will open up the treasure and wisdom gained by experienced engineers before us many of the problems you face can be avoided by studying these architecture design principles and design patterns they will help you predict the problems and understand the pros and cons of different architectures it will help you create products which can scale easily with highly decoupled components you could start with solid principles design patterns creating clean architecture with decoupled components and stable dependencies there are numerous resources available for understanding these including the clean architecture by robert martin software architecture by mark richards also always explore newer resources because uh people keep sharing their learnings on twitter linkedin in their own blogs so always watch out for new learnings uh by other engineers in the community also understand the nt patterns and code smells for every tech stack that you're working on most of these will have common code smells and nt patterns but uh some specific ones might also exist for a tech stack understand the best practices 
and perfect use cases for each architecture. Backend and frontend will differ in the preferred architectures depending on the domain, scale, and user interactions. Learn to differentiate and measure the trade-offs between different approaches and architectures. Point number three, study the architectures and all the components involved in the existing products, especially the products which are operating at scale. Understand what issues these architecture or components are trying to solve at the scale at which the product is operating. You could start by taking one product every day and understand the architecture that they are using. Most of the product companies have a tech blog, which is amazing for giving insights into the architecture and the different solutions that they have come up with to solve the problems at scale. So read those blogs, understand what solutions they came up with, if they have some open source softwares that they have created for a problem that they faced and they thought others in the community will also face, go through that open source software, understand how that works, what is the kind of problem it is trying to solve, and then also try to predict what kind of problems are yet to be solved or what kind of problems might be happening in future. This is important to evolve you as a software engineer because it will give you a better perspective when you are going to design softwares in future. You will be able to predict a lot of problems beforehand and already take care of solutionizing for them by choosing the right alternatives available. Point number four, observe and learn the optimal strategies for data and control flow such that the redundancies are minimized and the components are highly decoupled. If a change needs to happen in one component, it should not affect the other components depending on it because they just need the output and the internal working of this component should not affect the output that it is giving to the other components. So design highly decoupled components. At the same time, the data flow should not be redundant in the sense that if the same data is being used at multiple places and you're using different duplicate pieces of code to create that data, that is a kind of redundancy. Try to remove that redundancy by using reusable code or refactored code or even inherited code, whatever works best. Aggregation is also one good pattern that you could be using. Also, coming back to the previous point, if you have understood the different design patterns, it will be easy for you to visualize how you can minimize the redundancy in the system and how you can optimize for creating decoupled components. Also understand how can you group relevant pieces of information together in one single object or entity or model such that it has one singular purpose 
and represents one particular data flow for example if you have a function which takes five different parameters all for configuring an operation that you're going to do probably what you need is one configuration object which has these five fields as the instance variables of the configuration object and then the function will take only one argument which would be the configuration object i again want to restate that if you have read the design patterns clean architecture and the software architecture principles none of these things will be hard for you to visualize all right coming to point number 5 now that you understand the architectures optimal data flow good design principles and patterns and you have studied the architecture of existing products at scale it is a good idea to spend time on some hobby projects probably 2 3 hours every weekend work on creating your own libraries or hobby projects that you think will be useful for the larger community and the ideas will come to you when you study the architecture of current products and you realize that there is a problem that they are facing but no one has actually solved for it and then that could become your hobby project and then evolve into a bigger library that you can open source later or you could you could just uh, uh put it out there for the developers to use and all you need to do is just spend 2 to 3 hours every weekend working on this hobby project the second inspiration for creating a hobby project could just be your creativity because code is also an art and you need to be creative sometimes to solve some of the most complex problems by the way if you are working on a hobby project or you're coming up with a creative solution for an existing problem and you need help or you just want to uh, discuss your idea and soundboard it with me do reach out point number 6 continue competitive programming continue to work on improving your problem solving skills your data structure applications and knowledge this will be needed from time to time at different points in your career so continue to build it continue to compound your knowledge point number 7 contribute to open source softwares and you could do this right from the beginning of your career to the end of your career open source softwares give you an opportunity to collaborate with multiple developers all over the world and to learn so many more things than just the ones which are practiced in your organization it helps you grow by exposing you to different working styles of people to different understandings and information exchanges between different communities of developers so do contribute to open source now point number 8 assumes that you have built expertise in one stack you have experimented with a different stack 
and you also understand the architecture principles and patterns and you are ready to own bigger pieces in the software that you are working on so get in touch with your manager and request them to give you bigger pieces to give you bigger features and allow you to come up with the architecture solution for it and also the implementation then the testing and the maintenance in the long run because all of these different parts in the end to end journey of a particular feature there is something to learn at each phase and it will evolve you as a leader do not be afraid of failing if you are doing this for the first time it is totally okay to ask for help to ask for opinion of the senior developers or to ask for some guidance around certain areas that you are not so comfortable with but always be ready to work hard and improve on the areas that you are not comfortable with because what you work on you eventually become comfortable with it point number 9 network since you already have a good understanding with the colleagues and with the different team members and you are also contributing to open source by now you would be having a good network of developers to in your reach and try to build great products with them or great open source with them and use the power of the community to unblock yourself and also help unblock others because it's going to help you in the long run and you never know who's going to give you a hint to a problem that you have long been facing and you'll be making a lot more progress also a good network with great developers who are ready to help each other it's going to become a family it's going to become a community for you that you are going to recognize yourself with because you know what they say if you want to go fast go alone but if you want to go far go with your team all right coming to the last point you are a senior developer in a way because you might be having anywhere between 2 to 4 years of experience and in your first 2 years you must have understood the culture and the core values of the company as we discussed in the previous episode the last pointer i have for you is start contributing towards the culture of your organization if there are juniors try to create a good culture for them try to support them if they are uncomfortable or if they are blocked somewhere try to help them in a way that they feel awesome about the culture of the organization if the culture is great your team is going to do better your organization is going to do better and all the benefits will eventually trickle down to you and at the end of the day you will be a better person and here i want to take an example of one of the coolest colleague that i had uh, he was an android developer 
I was doing iOS at that time and in a lot of companies previously I had seen that there was this constant competition between the Android and iOS teams uh, about who will do the feature faster but then uh, in in this scenario uh, the person that I'm talking about he completed his feature before me and my feature took some time because of certain limitations of uh, the platform and also some of the constructs that I was working with. So the day I completed my project, he was the first person to applaud everything that I had done and he understood all the challenges that I had overcome. And I kind of felt like it was a community that he was building for people in our team and I felt part of that community. And I had huge respect for him. And guess what? Now, whenever he needs my help, I'm always there to help him back. And he's always there to help me. And similar things have happened with other colleagues of mine. We all are part of a community. We all are part of a team. Even if I'm not in the company, we are still a team. Okay, so a lot of points in this episode and it is longer than the previous one. But hey, as as your career advances, you become a senior member in the team, your responsibilities will keep increasing and your maturity level also needs to increase. Your expertise also needs to increase and you need to compound all the skills that you have acquired so far. Don't leave any skill development halfway because you will regret it more than anything else thinking that if i did not leave this two years back today i would have been an expert and this is true for technical as well as non-technical skills so yeah a little longer episode but then every point is is very very important with this we have come towards the end of the podcast If you have any questions or you would like to request me to cover any topics or interview certain people, uh, tweet at THTechie on Twitter or you could even email me uh, at thehindustanitechie at gmail.com. If you liked the podcast so far, please help in sharing this to more students and experienced engineers so that they can also benefit from it. We all together need to help each other out and emerge as a strong community of developers. The next episode is going to cover tips for people with four years to six years of experience and help them evolve in their careers. Goodbye and take care.